to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, and I have to tell you, I think all of us are sitting here and we're so thrilled about this next conversation we're getting ready to have. Um, you know, I mentioned a little bit coming out of the last hour that um, this was really this this show today is very special in so many ways. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about why it is. Um you know, the, the today's conversation, of course, and, you know, what we're featuring it for all of you that saw the newsletter uh, and Valerie said it was right there in the newsletter. We're talking about a documentary film. Uh, we're talking about a documentary film called uh, Dreams of Damanwar. And we're talking about that film uh, in in many, many ways. You're going to hear about what that means. But we're also talking about the journey of Keith Bouchard. And Keith, of course, is joining us here today as the producer and the filmmaker. And and when I first and and I want to thank um, the listeners for uh, pointing this out to us, this film, because we actually found out about Keith in the film from one of you out there, one of the one of you sending me an email. And so I want to thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for doing that. Um. When I first started to look at the information around the film, I was fascinated by it. And what I mean was there's this intellectual thing that went on. But then when I started to experience the film, the story, the journey, and who Keith is, then it takes you to a whole nother level. And so this, this, this journey that began in 2005 for Keith Bouchard, he found himself drawn to Italy to view and film the art of a unique, largely unknown community. And what he found was their extensive and extraordinary art. But that's only a small part, a small piece of the journey. Small piece of the journey because what he was about to embark on was a whole journey of years, many trips, much research, um, and the self-proclaimed road-weary skeptic got an opening like many of us have gotten along the way. So today, you're going to hear what this journey is about, what this film is about, and um, and how a film about art became this multi-sensory, multi-journey a conversation, visually captivating, brilliantly produced film about a civilization, a civilization that that the way I describe it, a civilization that isn't really guided by boundaries. And so Keith, someone working in the performing arts for over 40 years, filmmaker, photographer, musician, you name it, he is also the director of this incredible documentary film. Why is this film so amazingly important? I believe it is an incredible gift that all of us need to experience for the day. Now, you know, before we bring Keith on, Benny, I wonder if we could take a moment and play some of the music and kind of warm ourselves up here for what we're about to experience. (laughs) 
that is a great way for us to start this show. And I want to thank you so much for joining us here today. I think we're all just thrilled and excited to be talking with you about your personal journey, but also about what has been created here. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Thanks for having me on. Looking forward to this. Um, you know, you asked me where would we start, and I think it's important to start with you. Um, and the reason I, I love to do that is because I really do believe in this, this, this multidimensional aspect of attraction and energy. And I don't think it's a mistake that you were called to this place and that this is something that you actually not only were called to really look at, to, 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 to research, but there was a connection that actually pulled you out of the universe and said, this is the person we want to tell this story. And I wanted to ask you about that. How do you describe, you know, the tap on the shoulder that you got to do this work to create this film? Well, you, you kind of nailed it. At this point, I really feel like I was called. I was permitted and invited to do this. Although it, the, the project's been a real struggle, um, which I found surprising because I always thought the path of least resistance is, um, is the way, you know, is the uh, route to follow. This has been a difficult one and a really, you know, tough story to tell because it's got so many facets. It's like a gemstone. As soon as you get a bead on one facet of this gem, you realize there's another facet and another one. Um, but I went there first looking at their art because I'd seen pictures and I'd heard about these, these underground temples. But as soon as I landed in Dominhor, uh, I realized that the art was one aspect of their culture, but it was much, much deeper than that. The society, the civilization that they created in a few years was really the story. Um, I mean, they have a complete government. Uh, they have their own language. They have their own currency, their own school systems, uh, their own economic base, uh, their own constitution, and I could go on and on and on. Um, so I'd been there only a half an hour, uh, and I could feel, you know, I felt like I was in someplace very, very special. Um, and I realized this is, this is a story that was basically unknown to the world. Uh, and for a journalist, you know, uh, you could wait your whole life for this kind of thing. No kidding. Yeah. And after I'd been there, um, I wound up with unfettered access to Dominor. Mm. They said, whatever you want. Um, Whatever you need, any way we can help you, let us know. Uh, so that was refreshing. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I realized, too, that that this story has the ability to profoundly change other people's lives. Right. Whether they're people that are looking to create a community of their own or um, uh, depending on what path you're going, these people uh, have been creating a map. Uh, and they've done it very, very, uh, they've been very, very smart how they've mm -hmm. gone about their business. And and they call themselves the Federation, Federation of Dominor. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dominor, uh, you know the federation, and what what I what I love is that's brilliant. I mean, because the way that you've described it as you know a collection of communities, sort of eco villages, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, but there is a commitment and a dedication for the way they live, and I I have to tell you, I hope you're not going to be offended by this, but I have to tell you that 
when I looked at the film and I've done a lot of research on what you've created, I was so struck by some of the similarities that that there that there were between this community and uh, and the in, in the Avatar community in the film. And I don't yeah. know if that's something that even makes sense to you, but what what I mean by all of this is the possibility of a community like Udam and her existing is so remote from our thinking, right? You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That we have to present it as this Pandorum avatar thing, right? That, it, that that's the place that we have to go to know that something like that could exist. And yet here it is. How was this kept such a secret? Well, I... I think initially it was kept a secret because they had some things that they wanted to accomplish mm -hmm. that um, they couldn't accomplish if the world knew. And the part of it was the dating of these temples underground. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. But I also think that these are people that are very, very focused and they realized that they didn't need a lot of um, outside validation to do mm -hmm. what they had to do. They needed to get in and work. And it's, you think of it kind of as a utopia, a science fiction utopia almost, but it's not because it's it's really based on tremendous amount of work. Um, it's based on also uh, unrestrained optimism. These people are the most optimistic people I've ever been around. Nothing's impossible. Nothing. And that maybe is one of the reasons that they, they do things that seem impossible to, mm -hmm. to the outside world. Um, but they're extremely work-oriented people. I can't even imagine Dominorians resting. It's just Right. It doesn't. I've, I've never seen it, and it's it's a society that's kind of based on meditation. But meditation to them isn't being quiet. Meditation to them is working with their hands. It's accomplishing things, mm -hmm. it's doing things, and it's doing it in a focused way, and it's doing it communally because they believe that an individual on Earth ah, can't really accomplish a tremendous amount by themselves. Mm -hmm. But as a group, there's really nothing that they can't accomplish. I love this. And, you know, when we yeah. come back, I would love to talk with you uh, and give our audience a description of what you discovered when when you were invited there and, and, and what some of this breathtaking footage really means in the world of possibilities. Uh, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm Dr. Pat, joined by Keith Bouchard. When we come back, we'll be talking about Dominhor and the dreams of Dominhor, what it means to film, much more, and what is it we can learn from this society. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Invest in your life. Indigo Fusion Spa and Gallery. Offering regular meditation classes, spiritually conscious art, holistic healing services, and classes in spiritual development and holistic wellness. This unique spa is located in Seattle's University District. For more information, visit us online at www.indigofusionsg.com. That's indigofusionsg.com. 
Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness Natural Food for Pets. This is where true wellness begins. Did you know that there's a direct link between smoking and back pain? This is Dr. Bonnie Verhuns here to share some information about smoking. Tobacco smoke contains over 4,000 chemicals, including nicotine and carbon monoxide. These chemicals constrict arteries and interfere with blood circulation, which results in oxygen and other nutrients not being properly circulated. The nerves in the spine then become weak and brittle. The good news is that once you quit smoking, proper blood flow returns. Regular chiropractic adjustments ensure that blood flow and nutrients are properly flowing to your spine and organs. For tips on how to quit smoking and how chiropractic can help, visit our website at vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521 and be sure to listen to me, Dr. Bonnie Verhunts, on the Dr. Pat Show the second Tuesday at 10 o'clock of every month. Of not losing the weight? You need a healthy solution for weight loss that protects your muscle mass as the fat burns away naturally. Holistic Medical Center has the healthy option for your weight loss concerns. Lose one to three pounds per day in 21 days naturally under our physician supervision. Call Holistic Medical Center 425-451-0404. Or on the web, drdarvish.com, D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Are you dealing with a chronic problem and don't know where to turn for help? Ready for a new approach? Without pills, diets, or workouts. For weight loss, stress, anxiety, depression, or whatever else is ailing you, call Access Wellness Center in Renton for real healing naturally. Call 425-251-6625 or online at accesswellnesscenter.com for an appointment today. Take advantage of the free 15-minute consultation and other specials for you and your family. Access Wellness Center in Renton. Real healing naturally. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm so thrilled. Uh, finally getting to have a conversation with uh, Keith uh, Boucher, who's joining us here today for the show. Uh, the film that we're talking about and the film that we're so eager to let all of you know about uh, is is called Dreams of Dominhor. And we're going to be talking with Keith about what this film is about and why this is a, a film that uh, most of you have not heard of, but we're hoping that through this show and and some other things we're doing that you'll find out more about it i know that valerie was just commenting earlier keith that she had saw that this was coming up this week she'd saw it in the newsletter and was so excited to hear about this and and that's what i love i mean it's kind of here we are we're talking about something that very few people know about and yet when people actually connect with what you've created 
there's a level of excitement and interest and expansiveness that is incredible. And and thank you so much for joining us today. Tell us a little bit about the music we're playing. Let's start there. Well, I don't know what type of plant it is that's playing it, but it's created completely by plants. Uh, uh, Dominator does a lot of have uh, scientific patents. They have science labs, both in traditional science and in metaphysics and alchemy. Um, and one of their patents is a machine that allows plants to interact with humans and to make music. Uh, and I've had the opportunity to do um, to play music with plants a couple of times. I do it in the film. Uh, I show one experience I had where the plant was actually. I kind of shut down. It was getting stage fright with the lights and the cameras. and um, But I've had other experiences where uh, it wanted to play, and it was it's quite a thrilling thing. But they hooked the plants up to the machine and the machine to a synthesizer, and the plant will make sounds. And plants play sounds with each other. Um, any plant um, can make music. They nurture plants to make music. Um, they actually teach them to make different kinds of sounds. Um, so what you're hearing is, I believe, uh, two or three plants together. Um, and the botanical gardens in Florence have an ongoing uh, demonstration of, of this machine that they've created. And the hope is that they're going to have them out so the public will be able to buy them at some point. On my website, on dreamsofdominhor.com, I have some samples of uh, the plant music as well. Oh, yeah. It's a great, and we, we want to make sure all of you know how to get to the website, dreamsofdominhor.com. And I have to spell it for you, D-A-M as in Mary, A-N as in Nancy, H-U-R.com. Or you can go to the Dr. Pat Show or drpatlive.com and just click on the links that we have there as well. I, I want to, you know, talk a little bit about how this uh, federation was founded and take folks on a journey of, of what exactly we're talking about when we talk about this community or, or a group of communities here. Okay. Um, Alberto Araudi, who's known as Falco, uh, basically is the founder of Don and Hora. Um, it was his vision when he was young. He's right now just about 60 years old. Um, and he apparently was very interested in metaphysical things from a very young age. Um, he was 25. When's that? He was 25 when he had this, this vision. No, he had, he had visions of this type of thing when he was a young, young kid. Wow. Okay. So and he actually started to build it in his parents' backyard. Oh my goodness. Wow. Um, but then he started, um, the Horace Foundation and the Horace Society in Northern Italy. And it became clear that he wanted to build a series of temples inside of a mountain. And very small group, now this is when he's in his 20s, a mm -hmm. very small group um, started looking into how to do it, and they traveled around the world looking for the place to do it. And they, um, after a long, long journey and a lot of research, discovered this spot in northern Italy very close to where he was born. Uh, up at the foothills of the Alps. He bought a little piece of mountain, and they waited for some signs, and then a very small group of them started to dig this series of temples. Um, the temples are about the size of a football field, 
mm-hmm. 150 feet underground, no uh, natural light at all, and it's completely hand dug with picks and shovels. Um, no equipment until the very end. At the very end, they've got a pneumatic hammer. And one of the, the difficult things was they had to do this in total secrecy because they would have been shut down immediately by the government because um, they had no permits for doing this. So they started digging, and over a period of many, many years, they started in 1975. Um, basically, for 16 years, they did this in secrecy, and they had to get rid of every bucket load of, of rock uh, at night, and they had to disguise the sounds of the trucks going up the, the, the uh, roads uh, so the neighbors wouldn't get suspicious. So it, looking at it, it's just an unbelievable feat that they accomplished being in this very small rural um, uh, it's not really farming area it's just a very rural Mm -hmm. place uh, Mm -hmm. that they were able to to dig this and dispose of all of the rock then adorn these temples I mean building it was quite a a feat the engineering and none of them were engineers um, then adorning them as you saw with all these murals and frescoes and Oh, it's uh, amazing. glass, and um, it's just unbelievable. I mean, you get inside of it, and you just it doesn't make any sense that right. a few, a small group of people could accomplish this. Um, just the maintenance on it is phenomenal. As if you've ever been inside of a, a mine or a cave, uh, they're very, very wet, and um, they, they have engineered this in such a way that the air circulates through and uh, the murals... Um, aren't damaged so they and they started digging they accomplished this like i said in about 16 years and they are still uh continuing to to fine-tune things and to add more murals because it's the story of mankind it's called the temples of humanity and when you go in um you walk through temple after temple in there and you see these murals and there's stories and there's also their language their their sacred language is all over the walls, and it tells the whole story uh, of human existence on Earth. Mm. Um, it's, it's, until you there and really have somebody explain it to you, it, it's hard to put together, but, um, and this, of course, the secret language means nothing to us, but to them, um, it's, again, the story of humanity. Mm-hmm. I, this is really for me. I, you know, first of all, the film is brilliant. Uh, Thank you. you did a fabulous job. I mean, this is a must see for those people that listen to the Dr. Pat show. They will get this right away. Um, and there's a quote that I picked up from the trailer or somewhere mm-hmm. that I think really captures uh, the essence of of what the experience must have been like. And it's a it's a quote that says, "There are two ways to live. You can live um, as." As if nothing is a miracle, you can live as if everything is a miracle. And I thought that was such a wonderful quote to describe what you captured in the film and what this society really is about. Um, to be so visionary at a time when not many people were talking about sustainability or talking about, you know, how to honor and respect the earth was had to be amazing for you uh, to be able to see, capture, and then even try to make sense of it here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Right. 
Right, and I can't say I have made complete sense of it. Right, I know. I don't know how you would. <laughs> it's too complex. Uh -huh. and, and telling the story, I, um, I had a writing partner, Lori Butterfield, who uh, has written many documentaries for National Geographic and Discovery, and we started talking about this, and it's such a difficult story to tell, so we just did what we could. Um, there, there, we could make uh, another, do another segment on just the scientific work or the healing uh, the medical stuff they're doing, or or the eco, the sustainable community aspect of it. So we tried to show a little bit of it, as much as we could in here. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very difficult story to make sense out of. Um, and you just keep learning, and you learn as you learn. You realize there's so much more to it, and there's elements of the the culture that I really wasn't privy to uh, because I'm not. A Dominorian. Mm. I don't speak their language. My Italian is, is laughable, uh, and not many there speak English. Um, so I would talk to English-speaking friends and um, that had lived there and or did live there, and that's how I got a lot of my information. Um, but we, I also went with a Dutch journalist, uh -huh. Harry Paul, and he'd been there oh at least ten times. And he is he's very fluent in Italian. And he wanted to find out if there was a darker side of Dominor. Mm -hmm. um, he wondered about things. And he said, you know, I just can't believe that this place operates the way it appears. Um, so he went there basically to dig dirt up on Dominor. Um, and we found nothing. You know, we, we just found nothing in the way of dirt there. Let's hold that for when we come back, because that in itself is miraculous, especially in this day and age. Uh, you know, when we come back, we'll be talking more about Domenhor, but more importantly, we'll be talking with my very special guest uh, joining us here today on the show, uh, Keith Bouchard, and we'll talk about what this film means, implications, ripple effect, and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. parents who value quality natural nutrition, Wellness Natural Food for Dogs and Cats offers an ideal nutritional balance of carefully chosen, authentic ingredients in every recipe they make. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose, never any empty calories. You can trust the quality of all the ingredients in wellness, from their source to your pet's bowl. To learn more about the difference wellness pet foods can make and to locate a pet specialty retailer near you, go to wellnesspetfood.com. E-Cloth, the only cleaning solution you'll ever need. E-Cloth's fiber function does the cleaning, not a chemical reaction. Also, no paper towels or chemicals to buy, so you'll save lots of money. And E-Cloths are guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. The whole time safer for you, your family, the environment, and saving you lots of money. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Invest in your life. Indigo Fusion Spa and Gallery. Offering regular meditation classes, spiritually conscious art, holistic healing services, and classes in spiritual development and holistic wellness. 
This unique spa is located in Seattle's University District. For more information, visit us online at www.indigofusionsg.com. That's indigofusionsg.com. Hi, I'm Don Brecky. I chose two years ago to get on the Take Shape for Life program. I lost 30 pounds and kept it off over two years. I have more energy. I get out of bed without backaches. It's been a life changer. Hi, I'm Del Gardner. With the Take Shape for Life program, me and my wife lost 90 pounds together. And that was two years ago. And we feel great. Get healthy with the Take Shape for Life program. Get clinically tested products from Metafast and support from a free certified health coach. Visit simpletolose.com to learn more. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount. How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Everyone, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. We have um, we have uh, copies of a DVD. We'd like to give you the DVD is called Gift Today, and uh, that's uh, uh, something that uh, we would love to give you all out there. We've got four copies of that to give away. One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine is our toll free number. Uh, we're giving away. Four DVDs for gift a day. One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. Thank you. Uh, thanks to my very special guest today joining us here, uh, Keith Bouchard, as well as uh, all the folks working with him. We're talking about uh, just an incredible film, Dreams of Dominor, and. You know, when I first was made aware of the film, I was drawn, immediately drawn and sent to the website. Uh, and we'll make sure you have the website. And the best way for you to get that is go to dreamsofdominhorn.com. And it's D as in daddy, A-M as in man, A-N as in Nancy, H-U-R. And if you go there, you're going to get to see firsthand what I saw. Uh, Keith, thank you so much for joining us here today. I want to get back to the conversation about, you know, having somebody go in there and say, you know what? For every light, there's a dark and we're going to find the dirt in here. And I want to know what kind of investigation did your friend do and what, if anything, did he come up with? Well, the first thing he did was talk to people that had lived there and uh, decided to move away. Because, uh, 
you get the suspicion anytime you see a group of people, particularly one where there's a spiritual base or supposed spiritual base, um, that it could be some kind of culty group. Yeah. And what does that mean? It's hard. I mean, what does cult mean? And in a sense, any religion is a cult. Any, right. any business is a cult. Right. Um, a corporation is a cult. Um, but I think we're suspicious when we hear the word cult. So, so um, Ari interviewed people that had been there and gone. Some of the people uh, left weren't happy uh, for one reason or another. But basically, most of the people that had come and gone, it just no longer worked for them. Uh, they didn't have a problem with dominhood. They just couldn't commit their lives 100%. Uh, and it is that kind of commitment there. You, you're, you're working all the time. There's just no, there's no rest. But there's no dogma. <clears throat> They're not preaching a dogma. Um, there's no religion. Alberto Araudi was the founder, and he's really the visionary guy. But he's very low-key. He has no position of political strength there at all. He's not really part of their government any more than anybody else. Uh-huh. He lives in a communal setting like everyone else. Uh, he's respected. Um, but they they have no interest in, in, in selling you their spiritual wares. Uh, they're happy to have you come to their stores and buy their products or happy to have visitors come and tour the temple or take their classes in sustainable communities. But that's it. Um, so I, uh, Ari and I both looked into this, and we just, outside of them being a little wily in their, the way they pay their taxes, which is very Italian, didn't find anything, any anything negative about this group. Um, there is a woman who left, and um, she was very unhappy because the way she'd been dealt with over some photographs that she uh, took for Domino while she was an employee there. Mm-hmm. And when she left, they didn't give her the rights to the photograph. Well, it actually went to court, and she lost the court case against Domino. And um, she's just very unhappy, and she started a website, and, and she writes, um, in her website under different people's names, very negative things about the community. But I, I haven't found anything to really validate this. I, um, people leave and they still think Dominhor is, um, they have nothing but good things to say about it. It's just a huge personal commitment. Mm. Time. So anyway, we didn't find anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is years. Mm-hmm. Of looking. Yes, and so the whole idea of a cult, the idea behind that is like, you know, people expect people to be there held against their own will, mm-hmm. to be mistreated, right. to right. be uh, brainwashed, right. um, but yet this dominant represents the epitome of creativity. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know that one individual could create this. It no, is, it's, it's absolutely, yeah. everything's collectively done. And also, exactly. it's very interesting, without apparent ego, because no artwork is signed at Dominhorn. People will do these great murals and these stained glass pieces, and, and nobody signs their work or attaches themselves to the work. It's the, the Dominhorn created it. I didn't create it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a in, in, uh, in very interesting and unique thing um, that it's all for the, the good of whatever the work they're doing. It's not uh, for 
mm-hmm. person that's an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's collective work, and it has to be the, the project. The project they're doing now uh, is ten times bigger than the temples that you saw in the movie. Okay, is it all right? It's called the Buka Project, and it's going to be an underground um, theater, um, a library of, of, of metaphysical and spiritual texts. It will house about a thousand people um, uh, for conventions and that type of thing, and they're turning it over to the United Nations as a uh, as a center uh, to hold talks hmm. uh, about peace and eco building, uh, society building. Wow! So that, that's ten times bigger. Mm. Uh, it'll be the biggest underground um, uh, complex like this in the world that was privately made. I want to ask you, uh, Keith, about how they how they live, how they sustain themselves. Clearly, for me, when I was looking at the film and looking at the pictures, the artwork is exquisite. And what do I mean by artwork? What I'm basically talking about is what you've captivated uh, on the grounds, on the buildings, the murals, the temples. Other things like these exquisite balls that are lit and backlit. And, you know, I think there's a clip of you just staring at one of them in the film. Um, I, you know, I just I am so in awe by the beauty of this. And yet at one, you know, at the same time, this is a sustainable community, meaning not just sustainable in terms of the earth, but they take care of themselves. I mean, yeah. you know, they sell things. There is a business part of this, correct? Right. right. And very shrewd business people, too. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, it changes all the time, but they have between 40 and 50 different businesses. Um, everything from publishing, they um, they have bakeries, they've got their farms, they've got wine, they make wine and olive oil and all that type of farm products. Uh, they have architectural consulting businesses. They, it goes on and on. They have a laser light division that puts on concerts in Italy, uh, and does the lighting. Um, very eclectic. And they, they are always evolving. So if a business works, they keep it. If it's not working, they get rid of it. And they encourage people to come and pitch new ideas. Mm. You know, I want to start a cheese factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, Dom and Hoor will jump in and say, okay, let's look at this and let's get this started and let's feed this project and see how it goes. And if it works, we keep it. If it doesn't work, we get rid of it. Um, they also have extensive real estate holdings. Their properties are, oh, it's probably about 100 mile uh, area. They're dotted all over um, mm-hmm. farms. And um, their businesses, I mean, they, they are very clean business people. Very, very efficient and uh, I think very honest in how they go about uh, their businesses. What, what is their relationship in terms of spirituality? Uh, you know, we're talking about Italy here. Yeah. And so we're oh. talking about the Catholic Church pretty much. You know, I'm not that it's the only religion in Italy, but, you know, it's uh, the dominant religion in Italy. Right. So right. what does the Catholic Church and the Pope make of all this? Okay, that is a long story, and that really is an, <laughs> is an interesting story. And really, Catholicism is the only religion in Italy. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. really is. Yeah. Um, Catholic Church absolutely hates them. Um, That's what I thought. Wants to get rid of them, has done everything in their power to get rid of them. 
they um, they have been raided two times by the Italian government. Mm. Uh, one raid, it was uh, the military, the local police, the uh, provincial police, the uh, state police, helicopters, um, and it's all been uh, instigated by the Catholic Church. They've never found anything. They've gone there um, and they've they've searched every every inch of Dominor. Um, they've yet to find anything. They do, like I said, did have a problem with tax um, evasion that they're working out. Um, but the Catholic Church would like to see them gone. Mm-hmm. Um, they um, and their tactics are ter- are really ugly. Mm. Um, they are they are constantly being hacked into, uh, apparently by the Catholic Church, their computers, and um, they're very on un- on guard because um, the Catholic Church is, you know, can be bullies. They they can be pretty rough, play pretty rough. So um, they're not welcome by the church, but the uh, in Northern Italy, um, I think at first uh, there were a lot of suspicions about these people, mm-hmm. but now um, they are becoming um, uh, more involved in local government. They've started the Red Cross. They've started the, uh, a lot of different services in nor- Northern Italy, um, and I think they're really welcome there. Uh, they they um, uh, have uh, started the civil defense organization there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, that's what I want to talk about when we come back from break. I want to talk yeah. about this idea of, you know, who the Dominorians really are, you know, and what their contribution to science and science has been about. Uh, we are so thrilled to have Keith joining us here today on the Dr. Pat Show. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to give you some little known information, but more importantly, science, spirituality coming all together one remote place in northern Italy. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Chuck Norris. And no, not that Chuck Norris. About a year ago, I got on the Take Shape for Life program, and I've lost 170 pounds. When I got on the Take Shape for Life program, I just set myself a goal. I decided I was going to go skydiving, but weighing 355 pounds, it was never an option. I hit 185 pounds and decided to take the leap. Lose the weight and live life on your terms. To learn more, visit simpletolose.com. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount details. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. When was the last time you were flabbergasted? Well, I was the first time I cleaned with this cloth named E-Cloth. 
E-Cloth claims perfect cleaning with just water on all hard surfaces and no chemicals. I started with my windows, then stovetop, and then the refrigerator. I was totally flabbergasted on how well E-Cloth cleaned everything. And I did it without exposing my family to potential health-harmful chemical cleaners. Also with E-Cloth, there's no paper towels, chemicals to buy, so you'll save money. And they're guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, you'll get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. That's ecloth.com, 20% off everything, free shipping. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. everyone welcome back to the dr pat show this is talk radio to thrive by if you've missed any part of this conversation i'm having with keith Bouchard, then i would love for you all to make sure that you get a copy and download the archive and check it out uh, but more importantly if you go to the website you're going to be able to find uh just amazing visuals information there's actually a trailer of the film keith um let's make sure everybody has the website they can go to uh, to 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 really end to find out more about the DVD itself and get a copy of it. Yeah, it's Dreams of Damon Horror, D A M A N H U R. dot com. Great. And um, the website has some samples of the music and has quite a lot uh, mm-hmm. in the way of the history of Damon Horror. It has pictures of the making of the film and has shots uh, inside of the temple. Uh, the temple complex, and mm-hmm. there's quite a lot of information. So I want to talk about right at the cover uh, of the uh, of the DVD. Uh, there's uh, it, it says this is the first independent documentary film exploring the secrets and mysteries of this extraordinary society of inventors, artists, and thinkers yep. who may hold the key to the future of humankind that's what i want to talk about now because you know beyond the art and the the, the, just the visual feast that this is these are really thinkers and inventors and i want to talk about this from from the point of view of science and what they've created and some of the science patents that they have yes and i think an interesting thing to know with regards to their society and the people there they're all self-taught wow there were no engineers when they built the temples, no, uh, by trade. Um, the stained glass that you see there is incredible stained glass work. Uh, early on, most of it was done by a woman who had been a plumber all her life. Um, That's so these incredible. People, it is incredible. And the, their science department, which now the universities in, in Italy are coming to Domenhor, um to, to do research there because 
Dahman who has equipment that the universities can't afford. Um, as far as they're, they're making meat, um, they have these scientific techniques and these patents for actually making meat because they, they don't want to kill animals anymore and they do uh, eat meat. Mm-hmm. So that's one of their patents. Um, they have a patent uh, for saliva testing, uh, diagnostic testing, where it used to be you'd have to take blood mm-hmm. these certain tests. Now they can do it with just a drop of saliva. And their science department uh, are people that, again, are self-taught, and they're getting these international patents. Uh, and they've got quite a few of them, and they're very lucrative patents. You know, as you can imagine, when you look at Domenhor, it takes a lot of money to keep this scene going. And um, apparently the patents are, um, are, are a very good source uh, of funds for them. Well, and, and you know, that's part of the, the what I want to talk to you about, too, is, I mean, you know, they've created a very thri- let's thriving is the word that I'd like to talk about. Yeah. It's a thriving society, mm-hmm. multi-layered, multi, you know, multi-personalities, just so many different aspects of this that you've been able to capture on the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were invited into, uh, you know, why do you think you were so welcome, Keith? Not that you're not a really cool guy. I'm just, I'm just curious about this. Uh, if you, you know, if in fact you've given this some thought, I have, and I, and at this point, and I have to say, um, I've lived in in communities uh, on the fringe of what you'd call New Age, yeah. in San Francisco and Mount Shasta in California, and, and I have never really seen a lot of substance in some of these smaller groups. Mm-hmm. I, they they seem to be doing good work, but nothing really really seems to be getting accomplished. And and I went there, and I was I was kind of leery of all this. And, <laughs> uh, but then I saw that these people actually are action based. They they get things done. That's what they do. They work. But uh, after I started making the film, I really got the sense that. I was drawn there, uh, and I don't know how this works, but I get the feeling that um, I was brought to them, uh, which is kind of an odd, a bit of an odd feeling. Um, but when I look back at the sequence of events, um, I, it's kind of I just dropped in their lap, no, and, I had, right. and, I, and mm-hmm. I had been there a uh, half a day, and they mm. asked me if I would make this, if I was interested in making this documentary about it. <laughs> So this is really kind of what I said. Why you when you asked me at the beginning of the mm-hmm. show, you asked me where I wanted to start. Right. And I said I want to start with you, right? Uh, because the, you know what I'm saying is that uh, th- there's an important role that you were called to play. Yeah, um, and, and it's not that I was going to spread the word they wanted. They want how they wanted it spread. I wasn't an ambassador for Dominor, and I mm-hmm. told them that. I, mm-hmm. I said that I'm not here to sell Dominor. They can do that themselves, and they have their own videos where um, that they use for promotional uh, purposes. I told them that I wasn't interested in it at all, and it's not like I, I come with a, a long history of making award-winning documentaries or right. anything like that. Um, it was they, they just knew when we met that they wanted me to do this, um, and, it, and it, like I say, it's the first documentary, uh, independent documentary about them. Yeah, it is. Um, so I don't know. I thought about it a lot, Pat, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. But there were some powers mm-hmm. there that I don't understand. Well, um, you know what I loved about it, uh, and I love the fact that you know this was the first documentary, and you were asked to do it. What I loved about it that you really had to enter this with beginner's mind and yeah. innocent eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, they have, like you said, promotional videos, DVDs. They know what to show people. Right. You were able to do a film that was a documentary. I mean, you were able to take a look from your perspective, discover whatever it was you were going to discover along the way, yeah. and put that into the film. That's different than a promotional video. Oh, very, extremely. 
extremely different. Yeah. Um, they've never asked to see anything before the film was done. Don't you think that's interesting? It's very interesting. Wow. And, and I, um, the only feedback that I ever got from them was sometimes I would uh, send them um, some information about something that I was thinking about including in the film. And if there was a factual in, uh, inaccuracy, they would write and tell me about it. Yeah, okay. But I, I've said, would you like to see this before, you know, before it's finished and before it's released? No, no, it's your film. You mm. do with it what you want, you know. Uh, I mean, they, they were happy to see it, but they didn't want to editorialize. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to affect it at all. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty unique. Mm. What's your vision, Keith, for the film? What's, you know, what's your... Um What's your vision? What do you want to see happen to this now? And well, originally it was created for television broadcast, and uh, in the last couple of years, the, uh, that whole world has changed dramatically because of the internet. Um, my original intention was to to um, do this first hour for broadcast, and then uh, do some other segments dealing with uh, more specific parts of their their culture. Um, now I'm I'm kind of taking it a day at a time. The DB to really get out a, a, a lot or a lot of them are going to Europe Europe seems to have much more interest in, in this, this uh, society than America I don't know why um, and the hope is that um, it gets out to the world and as uh, interest develops uh, possibly we can delve a little deeper into some of the other parts of the society um, but it's slow it's slow going and I encourage people um, that see the documentary to talk about it and right. There's no question about it. And honestly, it was the kind of film that um, I know I watched it once to get ready for the show, but that's not enough. No. You really, it, I found I was completely fascinated by it. And I had so many, so many more questions that, you right. know, next time you're on and perhaps after our listeners have had a chance to see the film, right. we can get them involved in the conversation as well. Keith, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's been f fabulous. Give out okay. your website one more time if you don't mind. Okay, it's it's Dreams of Domin Horror, D-A-M-A-N-H-U-R dot com. And um, I, hope, I hope you come and check it out. We and will. thank you so much for doing the work you're doing, Dr. Pat. You bet. And thank you for joining me here today. I want to thank all of you out there for tuning us in and turning us on. Don't forget, more of the Dr. Pat Show Network tomorrow with Madeline and Maureen. And remember, all of you, that there is a world out there of unlimited possibilities. There's also that world inside of you. Make sure that you step out today. Give yourself a lot of credit for what you bring to this world. Have a great day.